0: Tocando <tose> y al balón final. entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos, toca por dentro, aparece Ronaldo, amaga el primer disparo que Ronaldo, 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 gol, del Real Madrid. Se sentó el burdo porque no se comió el tercera vaga de Ronaldo. Estamos matifinando ese Madridistas. This is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 27th, 2021 from New York City. Coming off of the big win in El Clasico over the weekend, it was a bit of a deflating result for Real Madrid against Osasuna at the Bernabeu today as they found themselves unable to make the most of their dominance in possession generating only a couple of good chances over the course of the 90 some odd minutes, none of which they took advantage of, and they ultimately were held to a pretty disappointing nil-nil draw. Osasuna was well organized in defense right from the start, and it was clear that their game plan was to sit back and defend as a priority, and then take whatever they could get out on the break, and it was a plan that almost worked to perfection for them, As the best chance of the game for either side was theirs on an early second half counter and it was one that they really should have put away. But nonetheless the visitors had to feel satisfied in keeping Madrid off of the scoreboard and coming away from the Bernabeu with a point which was certainly well earned. The result left Madrid with 21 points from their 10 league matches thus far which has them currently level on points with three other teams at the top of the La Liga table. Carlo Ancelotti made some changes to the lineup that he put out in El Clasico, given that this was the second of three games for Madrid during this calendar week. Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal started at the back. Cruz, Casemiro, and Camavinga were the midfield three, and Vinicius, Benzema, and Essencio were up front to complete the 4-3-3. Thibaut Courtois was once again in front of the goal. Osasuna's very compact deep-sitting 5-3-2 formation made things quite difficult for Madrid's attack right from word one, as it was readily apparent that there was going to be very little space in the central area of the final third for Real to do any kind of work to create good chances to score. Madrid had plenty of the ball from the very start of the match, and most of their possession was in the attacking half, but their play largely consisted of Cruz and Camavinga, swinging the ball out to the wings for Vinicius and Alaba on the left and Asensio and Carvajal on the right to try to spot lanes to run forward into or crosses to play into the box, but by and large all that could be seen was a sea of Osasuna bodies. In the few instances in the first half when Osasuna's structure got stretched out a bit on the reversal of play, Real did try to take advantage by quickly breaking after winning the ball back and on a couple of occasions, Some balls did get played into the final third with a bit more space for the whites to try to do something meaningful with it. Cruz picked out Carvajal with a nice long ball as he ran into the box on the right side in the ninth minute but it was just out of his reach and Osasuna's keeper Herrera was able to gather it. Vinicius broke down the left hand side of the pitch and won a free kick just outside of the box 15 minutes in that Benzema ended up putting over the bar. Carvajal tried to play Asensio into the box on the right side a few minutes later, but the ball was just out of his reach when he looked like he would have had a good opportunity to take a shot on goal, and Asensio got out onto the break in the 22nd minute and got the ball to Camavinga on the right-hand side as he ran into the box, but he shot it into the side of the net on what was probably Madrid's best chance in the first half. But when those opportunities on the break weren't presented Madrid found itself very frustrated in trying to do anything in Osasuna's half and the runs forward by the wingers were consistently halted or at the least kept out in the wider areas. The crosses into the box couldn't find any Madrid players and Madrid were forced to just try to take their chances with shots from distance with Militao getting the whites first shot on goal from outside of the box 30 minutes in and Camavinga and Cruz also taking their turns firing towards the goal from way out thereafter. Osasuna, for their part, were very content to spend the bulk of that first half in defense, only getting down the pitch and into the attacking third a couple of times, although on one such occasion in the 36th minute, they did win a corner and Kike put a ball just over the crossbar with his knee from close in front of the goal. But in the second half, they were much more eager to take their chances in breaking on Madrid. And in the 50th minute, they created a golden opportunity for themselves to take the lead in doing so. Kike broke down the right-hand side into open space with Madrid's back line out of position and scrambling to recover. And he played a perfect cross directly across the box through Madrid and Osasuna players alike that ended up on the feet of Mancaiola on the left-hand side. And it looked very much like Madrid were about to go a goal down right then and there. But he put the ball off of the left post even though there was plenty of space inside of it to which he could have put it past Courtois and the ball ultimately ricocheted off of Carvajal and went out for a corner. It was a brutal miss that Moncayola really should have put away and Real was lucky not to find themselves having to chase the game at that moment. Osasuna looked to break a couple of more times thereafter but they wouldn't get anywhere near to having as good a chance as Mancaiola's for the rest of the game as Madrid, even though they still remained vulnerable at times, had some key interventions out in space that kept the ball from getting up into that final third after Osasuna had gotten out. The good thing for Real though was that Osasuna's interest in trying to get a goal for themselves in the second half opened things up for Madrid once they won the ball back, and the space was there much more frequently for the Whites to run forward into on the break and also to make runs into the box both with and without the ball. Ancelotti brought on Marcelo, Vasquez, and Hazard with about 20 minutes to go to join in with Rodrigo who had come in at the start of the second half for Camavinga and it was clear that with the game having opened up, Real was going to fully commit to attacking to try to get the goal that would win the game. And with that commitment, more of Real's crosses came from inside of the box, and you could begin to see an increased link up play inside of the box as well as players were looking to play one twos and run into unoccupied spaces, and the shots started to come from closer to goal as well. Unfortunately for Madrid, while they were getting closer to the mark in the second half, they still just weren't able to hit the target. The crosses seemed to go just beyond the players that were running into the box to get onto the ends of them. Benzema couldn't put the ball into the back of the net despite getting multiple looks from inside of the box, coming closest in the 61st minute when he hit the woodwork from close range after a nice bit of skill to shake a couple of defenders. Cruz continued to go for goal from just outside of the box, but he kept missing the mark. Casemiro ran forward into space in the midfield and went for goal from a few steps behind the halfway line, but he just missed the goal towards the right. And even Marcelo had a couple of good runs into the box on the left-hand side that had Madrid looking like it was on the verge of netting a late winner, but his final ball went missing each time. And so in the end, even with that dialing up of the pressure on Osasuna for the final 30 minutes of the game, Real just couldn't find a way through, and all of their possession ultimately went to waste as they had to settle for a frustrating and disappointing nil-nil draw. And then Ronaldo! Let's go through the individual performances for Madrid today. Starting up front, Kareem Benzema I had as a sixth performer. This was one of the poorer games that he has played this season given the standard that he has set for himself with his lofty performances so far. He was generally anonymous in the first half as he didn't receive any service inside of the box and was left to only take a free kick from outside of the box to put his shooting boots to use. He did make his presence felt much more so in the second half as things opened up for Madrid in the final third, making more runs into the box to try to get onto crosses, attempting to play through balls into the box and getting a few shots off from inside of the box, one of which hit the woodwork. But he just did not have a consistently noticeable impact on what Madrid was trying to do up front in this game and you could see his frustration because of that. Vinicius Jr. I had rated as a 7. Of the front three, I thought that he was the most impactful in this game, but he also had his usual impact limited by Osasuna's defense and the number of bodies that they had sitting deep. It seemed like whenever he had the ball out on the wing, he was contending with two players at a time, and as such he didn't find much space or many opportunities to run forward into the final third with the ball. He often was just standing there with defenders in front of him waiting for him to make a move which left him playing a more deliberate type of game of trying to spot the next pass. He did have one shot in the first half that went across the face of the goal towards the far post that looked like a threat, and he tried to play more one-twos and time runs into the box in the second half, but he also had some bad touches that had the ball getting away from him and was flagged for offsides a few times on his runs, which may have been a sign that he was pressing a bit given how difficult things had been going for Madrid. Marco Asensio I had rated as a 5 performer, he was involved in a couple of moments that looked promising for Madrid in the first half, first running into the box and just missing out on a through ball from Carvajal that would have set him up for a good shot on goal, and then getting out onto the break through the center of the pitch and feeding the ball to Camavinga inside of the box on the right hand side for his shot that went wide but apart from that he didn't have the space to run forward into on the wings with the ball and he couldn't do much with the ball in the wide area other than play short passes along the sideline with the likes of Carvajal and Camavinga. He was much more neutralized by Osasuna's five at the back than Vinicius was and as such he had a noticeably lesser influence on Madrid's attack. Tony Cruz I had rated as a seven. For me he was Madrid's most effective player in attack in the game Everything in attack seemingly started with him as he was the one who most often looked to recognize what space Madrid would have the best chance to exploit and then pass the ball to the man in that area and he was the pivot point by which Real would swing the ball from one side of the pitch to the other when they were in possession in Osasuna's third of the pitch. He went for goals several times from distance as well when it seemed like Madrid were lacking ideas about how to create good chances And he set up Benzema inside of the box for one of his second half shots with a nice display of skill with a backheel pass. The final scoreline notwithstanding, I thought he performed well on the day and did the job for Madrid in contributing to the forward play. Casemiro I had rated as a 7. He had a noticeable defensive presence in the midfield for Madrid in this game tracking back to win the ball for Madrid in the final third on an early first half counter for Osasuna and putting a halt to a couple of other Osasuna attempts to get out on the break with well-timed tackles and savvy fouls. He also almost caught Herrera out of position and going for goal from behind the halfway line when Madrid were running forward with the ball late in the second half but his long distance shot just swerved to the right of the goal and missed. It was a bit unlucky for Madrid that it did. But the attempt was just a show of the heady play that he brought throughout the course of the game for me so i thought it was a good performance for him out there today kemavinga on the other hand i only rated as a five i did not think he offered much to madrid at all out there on the pitch today he totally blew a good chance to at least put herrera to the test when he was played into the box on the right hand side by Asensio during one first half counter but he poorly shot the ball into the side of the net He was also booked for a really late two-footed challenge in the midfield during the first half and he had another challenge that was also late not too long after that which had me holding my breath for a second as I thought that could have also been a yellow card and that would have really had Madrid in trouble had it been so. He wasn't too incisive or thoughtful with his passing when Madrid was looking to break down Osasuna's organization in the first half and I don't recall him making a noticeably positive play until late on in the first half when he intercepted a pass and won the ball back in Madrid's half to halt a counter attack. In the back I had Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. He wasn't called on to do much in defense as Madrid had the majority of possession in this game and so he did come up to aid in the attack as an additional winger on the left hand side playing crosses into the box and looking to play Vinicius into the box on the left side as well. He was however nowhere to be found when Kike broke up the right hand side of the pitch early on in the second half for that counter that should have resulted in Moncayola putting Osasuna up so that was a bad failure to track back that could have ended up being costly for Madrid in a big way but for some poor if not unlucky finishing. David Alaba I had rated as a 6, it was a relatively quiet game for him particularly coming off of his man-of-the-match performance in the Classico over the weekend. Apart from tracking back to slow down one first-half Osasuna break and getting himself forward with the ball into the box and playing a cross in just before halftime, he didn't have much impact at all in the game today. Militao I had rated as a 7. It was also a quiet game for him in central defense but I rated him one tick higher than Alaba as he had a rocket shot from distance in the first half that forced a save from Herrera for Madrid's first shot on goal. And He also had a timely intervention out in space in the second half after Carvalhal had given the ball away and that particular effort denied Osasuna getting the ball into the final third for a 1v1 opportunity. Danny Carvalhal, I had rated as a six. He had some moments when he was effective for Madrid as he had come up to aid in the attack on the right hand side, playing a nice ball for Asensio into the box on the right side in one instance and getting himself into the box as well to almost receive a long cross in from Cruz just to the right of the goal on another. He did however have a wayward shot from inside of the box in the first half with which he should have done a bit better. Defensively, he had one important intervention to stop one second half Osasuna break but he also had the bad giveaway that forced Militao to cover for him as I mentioned before. As for the substitutes, I had Rodrigo rated as a 7. He brought a noticeable energy up front after coming on for Camavinga to start the second half and with the game opening up a bit with Osasuna looking to get out on the break, his pace on the right-hand side allowed him to have more of an impact on the wing than Asensio had been able to have in that position. He ran forward a few times into the final third and played crosses into the box, and he just missed a cross from Marcelo that had been played into him in front of the goal late on in the game. I thought he performed well for the 45 minutes that he was out there. Marcelo I had rated as a 6. Coming on from Mendy, it looked as though he was brought on more so to add to the attack and he had a noticeably effective presence out there on the left-hand side. He played a few crosses in that looked especially appetizing, that just couldn't get to any of the Madrid players that had run into the box, and he had one nice give-and-go with Vinicius on the left-hand side of the box that had him seemingly with a good look at the goal, but he opted instead for a cross that harmlessly rolled across the pitch in front of the goal. It was a good showing by him, as on a couple of occasions it looked like his play was building up towards the goal that Madrid was looking for. Lucas Vasquez I had rated as a 5. Coming off of his good showing in the Clasico, his performance today as a substitute for Carvajal was relatively anonymous. He was beaten by Sanchez on a long ball over the top down the left hand side of the pitch, which forced him to commit a foul just outside of the box to surrender a free kick and there were times he looked nervous with the ball at his feet when Madrid was trying to play the ball out of the back with Osasuna pressing high. He did play a cross into the box late on. That was intended for Casemiro shortly before the death of the game, but he couldn't make the connection with that effort. Eden Hazard as the last substitute I had rated as A5. He came on for Asensio, and I thought he was hardly noticeable out there on the pitch. He played one clever dummy on a ball headed from left to right just outside of the box, when Madrid was putting on the pressure late, and he had a couple of other touches in that late effort, but there were no incisive runs with or without the ball or shots to speak of, and he by and large was anonymous out there in a way that validated why Ancelotti chooses other players ahead of him. Finally, Catral I had rated as a 6. He wasn't called on to do much in this game, and was pretty much resigned to trying to get Madrid quickly out onto the break, after gathering in crosses that were played into the box he did read some of those balls that were played in well though and he also did look comfortable playing the ball out of the back for madrid but for the most part it was a relatively quiet day at the office for him disappointing result for the whites today especially coming off of the big victory over barcelona just a few days ago which i was hoping would serve as momentum for a winning performance today credit does have to go to osasuna though As they were well organized in defense and really frustrated Madrid with five at the back and three sitting deep just in front of them but with Barca losing again today and Sevilla only managing a draw themselves the dropped points in this game definitely feel like a wasted opportunity for Madrid to get yet another leg up on a couple of their rivals and it could prove to be even more costly as Real Sociedad will now have a chance to go three points clear of Real at the top of the table in their match tomorrow. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, What a bad hat! What a bad hat from Gareth Bale! Up next for Madrid they are away at Elche on Saturday for their third match of the week. Last season Madrid drew 1-1 away at Elche and defeated them 2-1 at the Bernabeu. This season Elche currently sit 15th in the La Liga table with only 10 points from their 11 games, winning 2, drawing 4, and losing 5. They have only managed to score 8 goals in their matches while conceding 13, so with that record, it is hard to argue that they have been a good side this season, and therefore Madrid will have absolutely no excuses for not coming away with all 3 points from this game, especially given today's lackluster result. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast, will be sometime on saturday after the conclusion of the match with elche and hopefully madrid will have ended their week on the right note in that game so until then as always hala madrid goal! Goal, 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 goal! viva la madre que te parió gol del madrid en el 45 ¡Sinadín Real Madrid Leverkusen 1!